Hi and welcome back to the White Noise Podcast. Um, I'm Liana and I'm here with my lovely co-host Sky. Today Hello. we're going to be talking about community and how much we love it, the things that maybe we don't love about it and of course we're going to be talking about the fabled six seasons and a movie. So Don't say fabled. Fabled? Don't say fabled. Don't do it. Don't I do mean, it. not anymore. Wow, you say that. Everybody started, and like, if you're a community fan, please stop putting this energy out into the world. People are talking about at the moment how, because like all different streaming services are like canceling really popular shows, Mm -hmm. that they might cancel the community movie before it's even happened. But anyway, we don't exist in that timeline yet. We currently (laughs) exist in the best timeline um, (laughs) that the movie is coming out. Apparently, it's going to start filming in June. But we'll see, yeah. I mean, I'll believe it when I bloody see it, you know. For anyone who doesn't know what Community is, <laughs> uh, it is a show that came out in 2009 and ran for six seasons, hence the iconic six seasons in a movie that we've all been holding on to for a long time. As any show like this does when it starts um, and it has an ensemble cast, we have Jeff Winger as our anchor character and through him we meet the Greendale, original Greendale 7 that's something else we'll talk about a bit later on. <laughs> the Greendale Seven being Jeff, Britta, Abed, Troy, Shirley, Annie, and Pierce. Uh, what starts the story about a failed lawyer enrolling in community college turns into an indescribable series um, of chaos and unlike- unlikable, unlikely scenarios <laughs> that I'm pretty sure shaped like 80% of my humour. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start watching it? Um, so I started watching it, I think, in my first year of university. So because I remember that was like a really formative time for me. I think it was when I was about 16, 17, I started watching It's Always Sunny. And then I think Community. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think I would have been about 17. I remember I had a sick day off college and I kept, I kept seeing it recommended on Netflix back when it was on Netflix. And I just couldn't like bring myself to watch it because the trailer clip netflix had looked really cringy it was like from episode one and as we all know like the first couple episodes of episode one like the pilot's weird because it doesn't feel like yeah yeah i like the vibe but it's it's a different show isn't it It oh hugely yeah Yeah. and yeah i would say it kind of was in that phase for me where i found all the comedy shows that just defined me later in life so (laughs) it's always sunny community um, I mean, it's not so loved anymore, but Parks and Rec, Sounds Dark, but Bojack, you know, like mm-hmm. all, all those shows where like, if you like this one, you probably watch all the others. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen most of those as well. I haven't seen any of them. So I I feel like you were either on two sides of a coin when it came to So like the middle ground was Community. Yes. And then on one side was all the shows that you just mentioned. And then on the other side for me was stuff like the office the last man on earth uh, um so, yeah. the good place kind of taking the lighter aspect yeah yeah i actually yeah that's what which is strange for me i get these so people that know us would probably have like said it diagram isn't it you know yeah you like those kind of shows these kind of shows in the middle community but you just saying that you watched it in first year of uni has now stumped me because i thought you were the one who told me to watch I mean, it i say for i miss i made I made that up or made a mistake or something because when I first started uni, I told other people to watch it. That's why I'm making the mistake. I definitely. So when did it. you watch it then? It would have been second year of college. Okay, that makes a bit more sense then because I was really confused because I'm pretty sure you, I don't know if you told me to watch it, but I think you sent me like a Snapchat or something from it. And I was like, 
I need something to watch. I don't even know how many seasons we've been, been out at that point. Well, didn't you? I hugely so much. Like I was just reminded before we started recording that Liana hasn't actually seen all six seasons. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, if you haven't seen all of six seasons, maybe you don't deserve the movie. But anyway. <laughs> so yeah, how many seasons did you watch? Where did you get up to? So basically what I can say is I've seen season one and two about 20 times each. <laughs> I've seen season three like probably like four times. And then I've seen like I'd say season four maybe the once. Mm-hmm because I don't remember much of it, but I know I started it. And as much as people can say, how can you not remember this? Is, like, you're looking at like seven years ago. Like I honestly couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. But, oh, let me think. I don't think I ever watched season five. And season six, I definitely didn't watch. But yeah, to be fair. Episode, because my boyfriend basically held me at gunpoint. And was like, some are good. <laughs> okay. As he should, because some are good. He was mostly right. I watched a bit of the second Dungeons and Dragons one and I was like, okay, yeah. like the odd joke is good. Interesting fact that I didn't know. So actually, first interesting fact for a show that is so interesting and has completely captured different generations of audiences, which is another thing we'll talk about a bit later. Um, there are not that many interesting facts about the show itself. No. Actually, they're all kind of depressing what went on behind the scenes oh it's Um, actually like at first like it sounds funny doesn't it when you hear oh tiffs between cast but when you actually go into the reasons it was a bit it was a bit more than tiffs yeah but the one interesting fact that i actually only learned today so do you remember the episode advanced dungeons and dragons yes one of probably one of the best episodes yeah did you know it is not available to watch on netflix yes sky we've everyone's known that for a while i didn't know that i didn't i didn't know that right so it is for a very good reason but i don't understand Mm -hmm. why they couldn't cut the scene yes so this has been a debate for a while and obviously at the end of the day you and me are two white women so Mm -hmm. you know like we can't really speak on the matter too much i saw a lot of people saying like it's the same argument with it's always sunny where there's been that kind of situation in episodes it already aired rather than like deleting it and pretending it never happened acknowledge it and Mm -hmm. apologize do you know what i mean and make it better yeah it's just it's a weird situation it's so bizarre to me Mm -hmm. that it just got deleted off of netflix and so a lot of people aren't even aware of his existence that's what i mean the entire episode like do you know what i mean if someone became a fan now they wouldn't know that that happened Mm -hmm. so it's like you can't pretend you didn't do something problematic because at the end of the day you did but yeah it's one of those things where like it was just so ignorant it was so ignorant but the thing is is that there is I mean obviously that is like visual it's blatant there is a lot of questionable stuff that happens and is said in community and just with shows like this in general Mm -hmm. that it just surprises me that they would yeah get rid of a whole episode where I was about to say I'd have to watch the episode again to know but I can't it just feels like they could have removed the the scene instead of the whole episode i agree with you i think removing the whole episode apart from the fact it's a shame because it is a good episode it's just strange like it makes it dark because when you i was literally like just looking up some stuff today like one of the first things that comes up when you google community is what episode of community isn't on netflix and it does make it sound like this really dark twisted Mm -hmm. thing as opposed to just yeah plain ignorance and i'm not disagreeing that something needed to be done about it i also don't think they should have just like not that i'm saying this is what you were saying liana but they should have just apologized and then left it but i think acknowledging it apologizing for it 
and then removing the scene like I don't like I don't know it's just yeah it's it's, it's me, made it weirder weird to me because it just like mm-hmm. it, it when you make a mistake you can't just erase it do you know mm-hmm. what I mean I, I I don't know what the good solution would be I mean we are not the people to decide yeah but um you mentioned like other weird content I mean can we mm-hmm. please talk about I know everyone has different opinions on this can we please talk about Jeff and Annie no we can't moving on <laughs> I right so their relationship actually made me hate Annie's character mm-hmm. and for anybody who's going to be like oh why didn't you hate Jeff I did as well but it's just because I liked Annie's character at first and then I hate the fact that not only did her and Jeff's relationship make it really uncomfortable whenever the characters were together it changed her character quite drastically and um, so even when she wasn't around him she was different and like obviously as she, the character got older it got it actually got weirder because she was still so infantilized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because they stress in the show how they're aging through college, but they still treat Annie like the little girl. And it is really yep. creepy and like, I hate to say it, a bit fetishizy. Hugely, hugely. Yeah. To be honest, we do love this show. So we're just going to get all the bad stuff out of the way in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think the way that they just treat women in this show is awful because I agree. Also, I thought that on a recent watch. Yeah, I also hated what they did to Britta's character or lack of. It's like the the first episode that you see her in, she is being set up as this intelligent, capable woman who is going to put Jeff in his place. Mm-hmm. You know, he's finally going to have this woman that is not only his equal, I don't physically, mm-hmm. but you know, in like mm-hmm. mentally as well. And then, like, by episode two, it was like they didn't know actually how to write a character like that. So they just made her the stereotypical dumb blonde. And what is so aggravating to me is it could have worked really well if she was someone that genuinely wanted to make the world better and da 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 da. But there was the odd thing once in a blue moon where you're like, ooh. Like the fact that she does eat meat every now and again. Like, I don't think it was even a blue once in a blue moon. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, if that was the case, there could have been some comedy out of that. But they didn't do that, which was complete. Like they completely annihilated her character. Mm-hmm. They, I can't even say that they completely changed her character. They made her an idiot, and yep. they just kind of made her a way to laugh at like the left and mm-hmm. liberals. Mm-hmm. And I hate it because it feels so bipartisan. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, oh everyone who's like left leaning i say that in quotation marks because but yeah it kind of it kind of like infantilizes people who have more liberal views it makes them out to look like attention seekers and fake woke and all these different things and what's unfortunate is that in this time period like when community started and even now really that's a really common trope with female characters and Mm -hmm. it's genuinely upsetting because it's like why can't women care about the world and being vegetarian yep. like why is that funny and mm-hmm. it just comes across as so misogynistic and you've just got <laughs> all the female characters are stereotypes and i know that in the beginning all the characters were stereotypes but then they kind of got to evolve beyond it but, but it like, was different exactly yeah. and like shirley mother like that's literally her thing they don't really let her have much beyond that apart from the odd thing mm-hmm. um annie we've already kind of discussed and it's it's it frustrates me it makes me angry and i just the more time passes when I go back I kind of find it a bit harder to look past it yeah Mm. but it's different in a way to say like friends was so uh, that's another show that I'm not comparing them exactly but you can't deny that community was probably kind of like the friends 
of its era and don't get me wrong yeah I am also a Friends fan I do enjoy the show I do enjoy that it is just very basic and easy to watch obviously community was very different like as it went on it got a lot more like the story got the characters maybe not so much um but the story got a lot more uh, complex and like just so entertaining um but in a similar way as it's aged it has not aged well (laughs) and I mean that's nature you know that's time like Mm -hmm. you know time's a bitch there's nothing you can do about it but at the same time like even when it came out those jokes would have been demeaning Mm-hmm. so yeah and they knew that as well it was kind of because the thing is like 2000 and between like 2009 and 2012 was like the years of demeaning humor like it yeah. wasn't right but that's the humor that everybody had that was the era of like people would call like things gay because it was lame or like it's not I mean, a good thing i've always thought of it as like punch down humor you know like it's like oh let, let let's kick on the little guy kind of thing and it's just mm-hmm. like who are you impressing you're not impressing anyone yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's it's just not clever like the best bits of community are when it's clever and when it yep. kind of surprises you and makes you laugh and like a bit shocked not the when it just is, makes cheap jokes yeah when it's bad it's bad yeah. when it's good it is generally one of the best shows i have ever seen and this isn't just bias like even if you don't really like the show yourself there are certain seasons and certain episodes that you can't deny that the writing is fantastic the staging amazing mm-hmm. it's it's probably more those isolated individual episodes like you know ones like the paintball episodes yeah. and the dungeons and dragons episodes and things like that that were just like i would have like almost kind of like sketches but not in the pandering way like saturday night libers yes yeah, very good point actually you know? so on that note what is your favorite episode my favorite episode is remedial chaos theory um, and it always will be mm-hmm. basic bitch that is who i am mm-hmm. but it just is because i think it's because one of my favorite things in a show is like running gags and callbacks and that's one thing community is so good at doing um so this is why it's a shame because like some of the writing's really good like things like mm-hmm. that and I just love the fact that it played into later storylines I love the fact that it's probably like one of the most referred to just in everyday life like mm-hmm. people talk about like being in the back like the worst timeline and things yeah. like that and just I, I don't know why I can't even <laughs> explain what it would be but I really like like episodes or films of stuff where I get to see the same thing play out in different yeah. ways. No, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. What about you? I think, I think so. I have a few things to say. You mentioned okay. about like the callbacks and all in community, and that's what makes it great. It is, it completely is very rewarding for the devoted mm-hmm. viewers, but it is also the thing that killed community because people couldn't just tune in and watch an episode. They're like, huh? Like, as, not as in you couldn't follow it, but you would be missing half the jokes and you'd be aware that you're missing something Mm -hmm. because people would you know characters are calling back to things you're like i'm sorry i have no idea what's going on and that's alienating you know that Mm -hmm. doesn't really work for sitcoms it's what makes it unique but it's not tv friendly you know Mm -hmm. um the other thing see just quickly this is where and this is no drag on you at all but this is where i really feel like you can tell be the fan who watched it all religiously and then say yourself who like dropped off after a bit so Mm. like I totally understand what you're saying Mm. but like for me I like don't care because it's like I obviously was able to watch them so that's just I didn't even think 
about that and that's no, why I'm, when i'm not talking about like say like from my point of view i'm talking about yeah. like, say like you're a tv exec like oh no yeah like, let's cancel this bitch because mm-hmm. people are not watching you know i thought even without doing that though it ran itself into the ground but yes anyway and um, your favorite episode <laughs> my favorite episode i'll say mine but then i also have something i want to talk about and compare it to another show oh, but okay. um so i'd say my favorite episode is contemporary american poultry I fucking love that episode. I think it is probably one of the most underrated, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like one, I love me some Scorsese. So of course I'm gonna love it. This is one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the fact that the characters are all in character, but also somehow acting out of character. To mm-hmm. me, that is good fucking acting. Like Annie acting all like up herself about her bag and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's like it's just brilliant acting, brilliant writing fucking fantastic and you know you've learned more about Arved already in season one but I think that was the episode where it's like oh he is lonely like yeah. you kind of saw that different side to Arved which I really liked mm-hmm. but yeah one of my one of my favorites <laughs> what about um something you suggested doing I was talking mm-hmm. about the episodes that we think are the most underrated what one would you pick so one of the ones I think is most underrated is like I feel like it's one that when people think about it they'll realize oh no yeah that was actually a good one it's just kind of slow and I think it was split into two. So a lot of people don't think about it, but it is documentary filmmaking. Yeah. I am I obsessed. That. Honestly, my probably, <laughs> it's so stupid. Probably one of my favorite gags in the whole show is Chang when <laughs> he's being, what was it, Jeff and the Dean's understudy. And he's like, I've got my hair under the, no, I've got a bowl cap on top of the Jeff wig on top of my hair. It's just so funny. I also think because I really like the Dean as a character. I mean, who doesn't? Um, that those episodes are obviously so centered around him and how he changes when he becomes me oh my god it's so funny so yeah to me i don't think enough people talk about that one no i agree i think for me if we're talking like a plain style i love 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 i can never remember the name of it the one um it's kind of like the documentary of pearson hospital oh yeah when he fakes a heart attack that is funny. The bequeathing joke, like, every yeah. time. And I think cause that one is really good because it kind of gets at emotional beats and is really mm-hmm. funny and gets kind of dark. So it's kind of like yeah. everything that community is good at in a perfect storm. It's so like true. an episode I think people literally forget about. Mm-hmm. And every time it's on, people are, like, giggling. So, And then I also like the fact that in the episode where pierce dies mm. and they're all getting given stuff and he gives annie the tiara again and he goes no you actually are just my favorite and i was like why is that actually kind of cute i really like yeah. as well um another one i think is like kind of underrated is debate the debate 109 yes one. i know it's the one where jeff and annie kiss like ignoring that that's yeah. a funny fucking episode from quite mm-hmm. early on in the show mm-hmm. love it so mm-hmm. good <laughs> Fucking fantastic, honestly. Another thing that I feel like really needs to be brought up is the lockdown table read. Yes. Because one of the things that I that you know I really realized when I was watching it is that this show really does span across different generations because obviously a lot of people did rediscover it um during lockdown. There were there were loads of shows that were like that. Um but I, during lockdown, I actually introduced my sister, who's like six years younger than me, to the show. Mm-hmm. And she loved it as much as I did. And obviously, we're part of different generations. And we managed to watch up 
until it made sense for her to watch the table read because the episode that they did and it was so fun to watch it with her because I realized that like despite its flaws this show has like a lot of it hasn't aged well but I feel like it stood the test of time a lot better than again say stuff like friends that Mm -hmm. I know is a lot older but I don't know I think it's just because it's so dynamic and like you said unique in different ways that I really don't think we're gonna see a show like it again and I would also like probably mention that the don't get me wrong it's dated there are references in it and like phones and car models and such Mm -hmm. less so than other sitcoms so like community kind of feels a bit more timeless you know Mm -hmm. it's less pierced to a certain time you watch friends it's like every other episode and it's like a celebrity cameo and you're like that is the early 90s baby but (laughs) Whereas with Community, it's not so much like that. You know, like they mm. might reference a celebrity like Louise Guzman, but it's just so stupid and out of pocket. I think, well, that's just it. I think as well, by the time Community is completely out of date, we'll be dead. So it won't oh, matter. I agree. Yeah, that's I agree. how long I think this is going to go on for. It kind of makes me think of, um, mm. you know, um, Seinfeld and yeah. Frasier, how mm-hmm. like they're so daft. And they are kind of rooted in their time, but not so much. Like a lot of people our age are going back to them and really enjoying them because yeah. the humour has kind of cycled round again. Mm-hmm. I think Community is doing that. I really do. I think so too. I mean, it's just been proven by the fact that I think also just like the power that this show has had on people. The fact that like, you know, it did, it said like six seasons in a movie. What yeah. other show yeah. could make that kind of bold statement? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I appreciate that when that statement was originally said in the show, it wasn't about the show, but then they made it about the show. But what kind of show yeah. could do that and then actually manifest it to happen? You know what kind of show does that? It's a show where not just the audience love it, but the cast as well. Because yeah. the main cast on that show fucking love it more than the audience mm-hmm. do. And you just I also think the table read, man. That's what I mean. I think the fact that they all came back and also I I don't know if it was intentional I, it must have been intentional but I even found like the underlayering of the fact that they did the episode where Pierce dies because oh, obviously Chevy so Chase dark. wasn't going to be in it and I was like Ooh. also can we we will get to that in two seconds but can we talk about the fact that Pedro Pascal came along for the table I was dying I was in absolute- so was I I just and you know what another thing that having him in it made me realize mm. is it's one of those shows that obviously because by the time you get like that point in the show you're so used to it that even the out-of-pocket stuff you're like not expecting but you just accept it without question when he loses his mind and can't keep reading and and he starts like deep like giving out the sperm i it was one of those moments where i was like yeah this is actually really fucking weird (laughs) i can't imagine like probably never having watched the show realistically Mm -hmm. and then reading that because on paper it would sound more insane i know but like funny. and as well like the silliness of it people love going back to because i mean even donald glover in that table read you could just tell how happy he was being back yeah with that kind of content those people i mean that table read gave us the classic moment of him finding out they all had a group chat without him and then also <laughs> yeah. without him. but yeah we're talking about the silliness i mean it's dan Harmon, so it's mm-hmm. gonna be daft i mean he went on to do rick and morty so come mm-hmm. on um and i do want to talk about dan Harmon's other projects in a minute or two mm-hmm. because we should probably be making like notes and putting pins and yeah. stuff because we're gonna the forget stuff as time goes on I yeah mean, i mean the trajectory that 
um, community went in, a lot of people then, when Rick and Morty was getting a few seasons in, compared it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking about someone being absent from the table read. So, of course, the elephant in the room, which we should talk about, you know, if we're also talking mm-hmm. about Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to dive in, baby? You could start. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people that have watched the show, I mean, you, there's no one who's watched the show and unaware of the fact that Chevy Chase did you know he didn't exactly leave on amicable terms mm-hmm. um there's a lot of rumors about it um a lot of like evidence you know tapes and everything but the main thing everyone knows is that him and dan Harmon had beef mm-hmm. and uh, you know dan Harmon has said things like oh chevy chase was a washed up star that's kind of why we cast him as a funny joke but then it turned out he really did have that kind of yeah ego. Mm-hmm. um he was around all these talented people who kind of couldn't handle it donald glover has said Chevy Chase seemed to have it out for him because Donald Glover was obviously the star. Like, he clearly was. I mean, everyone in it was good, but you could tell he was the one that was going to go yeah. to other things. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, all that aside, Dan Harmon wasn't exactly an angel too. I mean, he got booted off his own show. That's kind of hard. I was going to say, and, yeah. And, um, you know, he came back, which you can have your thoughts about. But, um, yeah, it just kind of seemed like very weird that something that was so heartwarming at times had such a tumultuous behind the scenes i think as much as you know like you said obviously the cast loved the show but like any time like i said if you you read anything about the behind the scenes like they were like forced to work like really long hours like things like bits like troy and abed in the morning kind of only happened because they were the only two actors that agreed to still be on set sometimes mm-hmm. Um, so they filmed those bits because it was like, okay, we have them here, we need to film. And, you know, as people, st- I'm actually surprised that more OG characters didn't leave, I agree. if I'm being honest with you. Because the older I'm getting, the more I'm reading, the more I'm like, oh, they were kind of mistreated. Yeah, it wasn't great. And obviously, like, the whole the whole Chevy Chase thing was really weird as well, because I remember when it all first happened, like like you said, hearing very mixed things, the fact that, like, so apparently the decider for him leaving was him saying the n-word on the set and um not that it's okay but it has been stated that he never said it towards anybody apparently there was context to him saying it but apparently that was like the final straw and I think it was Dan Harmon who decided that he was no longer going to give me in it but I think then like um, Yvette Nicole Brown understandably I think she kind of walked off set and went I'm not coming back until he leaves yeah. and you know it it like it actually kind of surprised me that they like the I don't know the production company or whatever didn't stick with Chevy Chase considering the end of the day who he was I mean like, he wasn't the draw of the show really was he, he well this was the the thing like most people say people of our age don't even know who the fuck he was and I feel like he I think you're right I don't think he realized that he was being played for a joke and yeah. if all this stuff is true that ev- everything that happened you know I'm not saying that him being fired was unjust but I think it's a shame if it is also true that he was hired to be made a joke of, but wasn't being made aware. That's why. This is my thing with Dan Harmon, man. Like, he makes some good shit, but I'm not sure about him as a person. I mean, yeah. the stuff in his personal life as well, which kind of seeps into his work. Um, mm-hmm. Part of the reason he was kicked off for a lot of things, but another thing that came to light was he was inappropriate to a female member of staff. Don't know if you know I about that. I saw about that. I also saw about his eight-minute apology. 
yeah so and that came across as really weird as well and all these different things yeah. and obviously that then made the Jeff and Annie aspect of the show come across as even weirder yeah because in a lot of Dan Harmon stuff and I'm sorry to say this if you haven't noticed and now you won't be able to unsee it there is quite often an interest in younger women so mm-hmm. sometimes you're watching Rick and Morty and like the way Summer's portrayed or other teenage girls um what's up mate what's up Dan Harmon what's going on here you know like I don't know if I, I want to know the answer if yeah, I'm being yeah, honest yeah. clearly he isn't the one writing every single joke and episode of the shows he works on mm. but he is very hands-on and do you that- know what this is like this will be another episode one day so keep an eye out for that because we said we were going to do it but it's almost like the ryan murphy effect like i'm very aware as an example that ryan murphy does not write every single episode of everything he he has a hand in it like and it is just associated with him and it's like you said it's it's a similar thing it's like is that it's the same it is that's that's what it is yep where if they're slightly connected, you can really feel their presence. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. Dan Harmon has some staples at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's so, really dark. <laughs> to get back into a bit more of a lighter note, mm-hmm. um, what's your favourite kind of like running gag or background thing that they do in the show? Because that's another thing that like made me fall in love with it because I didn't notice like the first time watching it and I think most people if you're being honest with yourself neither did you okay Mm. if you're watching community you're not watching it to like nurture your intelligence you're watching Mm. it for the opposite reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah what was your I think you're gonna say same thing as me I think it's the Abed and baby storyline oh my god right so I had two and that was one of them (laughs) the other one was so simple but it was the Beetlejuice one (laughs) When they said it like they said Beetlejuice three times throughout like a season, and then I think during one of the Halloween episodes, someone dressed as Beetlejuice just walks behind. It's just so genius. So good. But Abed and the relationship with the pregnant couple, insane. Because when you when you finally see it, because I will admit, obviously I never saw it, Mm. and then I watched it like a YouTube compilation, and I was like, oh, this isn't real. I was like, this is like an added thing that they've done. Because that's another thing of this show. Like, there's a lot of like fan theories and things and added stuff like Abed also being in Cougar Town like what kind of show again has that power for that to happen I piss myself literally though and also it's not even like oh he was in the back he was Abed in the background they drew attention to him being in there what gets me is how the show is meta before meta got super cringy. Do you know what I mean? But then it fell into its own trap and it's so sad. But one of my favourite examples of it being like a little bit meta was the um the episode that's like a super cut of all their memories of each other and there's the um like fan edit do you know the what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 do you know that's based on a real edit no <laughs> so, there was this infamous edit of Jeff and Annie and what they did is they basically parodied it parodied it in the episode and they used the same song from the edit i didn't know that i love this show so much literally every time i watched the edit i would piss myself and then when i found that out now it's just 10 times funnier to me like i will find the edit and send it to you we'll post it on twitter we will we'll post it because that's just the commitment as well to use the same song 
like that's just so brilliant to me Mm -hmm. if you ever needed a definition of commit to the bit it's community i think that's the other thing it's even how obviously 2009 what's one of the biggest rival shows glee Mm. what did they do they took active stabs at glee like we even mentioned it in our glee episode Mm -hmm. regionals (laughs) we have to get to regionals what does that even mean nobody knows like i just i (laughs) i don't say i can't floor it obviously i can't but you know what i mean i know it's a special place in my heart as well like they mock glee but there's a lot of music going on in community and i've realized this about myself in recent years i love a show with a musical number i really do Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, I wanted at some point to do, like, maybe a mini-sode on this. Just how, like, every show like this, like, Buffy, Grey's Anatomy, Community, um, obviously not Glee, because it was all musical. Sunny did one. There's always a musical episode, and they are always fucking fire. They're so good. But this is my thing, like, with Community. Is it really played with, like, format and convention in the beginning? And it worked more because it didn't have too much of its own running through storyline mm-hmm. i think when me and a lot of other people dropped off was when its own storyline got too convoluted you're probably mm-hmm. gonna disagree with me here but i started hating it when they went on about the dreamatorium and the timelines and all that kind of stuff too much basically me mm-hmm. my sister say this thing and it is that we like community less when they're in the school less because what i mm-hmm. loved about the show was the the core concept really and this is what leads me to talk about rick and morty because the exact same thing happened with rick and morty and they knew they fucked up in rick and morty because in the latest season they address it and they talk about going back to the basics quite often so dan Harmon must be aware that he kind of becomes victim to his own mm-hmm. like world building to be fair well i guess you wouldn't know if you've seen it they do the same thing in community yeah but that would so be- they, like, but no, but, but this is what I mean. Though you think you would learn eventually, because yeah. they basically find they find excuses. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that you know six seasons in a movie is happening, but the show definitely went on too long because it should have stopped when they all left. Mm. But they found excuses to have them come back, and then it became because like the whole thing was that like you know people think it's sad to go to community college, and what did this show do? It changed that. Like not that that yeah, was its yeah. goal, but it it changed that kind of idea. But it became sad when they were all finding excuses to go back. It's kind of like, like they Glee even in that way. Yeah, but you know, with Glee, even though like it is still sad, I kind of expect it from Glee. I guess I expected more from Community. I don't yeah. know. True, very true. Yeah. I think I completely understand what you're saying as well. Like, how do you do it twice? Because you know, like not just through like being like critical of your own work, but seeing audience reaction. You know, you're not, like, writing a private project and you're like, oh, shit, I did that last time. Yeah. You've literally had an entire audience tell you, like, the mistake you made. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you do it again? It's literally, like, fool me once, fool me twice, you know? Yes. Like, and really? I'll tell you what, the next major project he does, if he does it again, I think people are honestly are going to be fed up. And do you know what, though? I disagree. I don't think they will because we're all suckers for punishment. Like, the only thing I'm holding on to now is that and i think it is going to be i don't actually have any worries but the film needs to be good it it just oh, needs to be honestly if it's not off screen but then the movies aren't often good like the simpsons movie don't get me wrong it's loved now but do you remember at the time 
I loved it. No, 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 don't get me wrong. We were kids when it came out, so of course we we're. I like, don't remember less people disliking it. I remember a lot of people, like the adult friends, you know, people that were kids who grew up with The Simpsons. Like, oh my god, movie! They hated it. Yeah, it was I think more like modern Simpsons. That's what I mean, um, though. I guess yeah. that was more to do Asperger's with Asperger's movie. I quite enjoyed. I it wasn't that. quite what I wanted it to be. I mean, it is a different kind of format. The only reason I do have hope for community is because and it's gonna sound really stupid but you know like deadpool for example obviously mm-hmm. has a lot of, like fourth wall breaking and you know very obvious meta moments so we've seen it can be done mm-hmm. and obviously because community is not quite on the outrageous scale that like films like deadpool are mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just not i'm probably you know check back with us when the film comes out because we'll definitely be doing an episode on it i could oh, just be you know, in floods of tears, eating my words, but I don't. I'm not worried about it. I Can you imagine, like, the edit where we take what you've just said and it's like black and white, somber music? Well, you know what? I'm. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be a great movie, and we're all going to mm. love it. I mean, I'm going for the whole like set the bar low, so I can only be happy. You See, I'm I mean? worried. I usually I agree, but I'm worried that if I set the bar low, I kind of will go in already disappointed you know what i mean very good like i feel like i'll actually judge it harsher i don't know maybe because it's so far away i feel i'm I'm like i'm cool about like the day before it comes out i might have like a panic attack i don't know (laughs) despite my low expectations maybe disguised as high expectations for the movie that's kind of all i have to say about like i don't even have any theories on like what i think it's gonna be i have enjoyed people talking about how it'll be the next knives out film have you seen Ooh, i've not have seen you... that but i can i am gonna send you that logic comes from oh no liana i'm gonna send you the twitter thread somebody has even come up with like how the characters would play into it i'll oh, find it and send oh, it to you oh God, it's please. so good it's like i don't want to make assumptions or kind of like try and figure out what it's going to be but at the same time that does make it really fun because one mm-hmm. thing i will say about community is it's always going to surprise you i'm just curious if they'll try and lead off from like i mean i can't even remember what happened in the last episode this is the only problem is it's such a shame the movie is happening so much after the show has ended because yeah that's the only thing that worries me is can you recapture the energy because i well actually want a movie that has the tone of like season two and I think actually waiting this long will do it because the problem is when the show ended, mm. from what I can remember, they were all living pretty sad lives. Yeah. You know, so I feel like we maybe we needed this like time break for them to sort themselves out a bit. And I mean, yeah. are we going to return to the school? Most likely. So it's probably still going to be sad. But you know what? For what movie? We'll do it. That's a good point, I guess. If it was straight after season six, then it would have been a bit. Yeah, I also think it would... I mean, obviously, it's still money-grabbing because they know that... Like, honestly, if the pandemic hadn't happened, would the film be happening? Probably not. But do you know what's so fascinating to me? Where's it going to screen? The state of UK cinemas right now, do you reckon it's going to go straight to a streaming service? Oh, yeah, I don't think it's coming out in the cinema. Do you think... I think streaming service, limited release, kind Mm. of like Glass Onion had, where it, like, you know, in cinemas for, like, one week only... Mm-hmm. I I feel like that might be the community maybe now. I don't even like think one it's... day even you know I don't I think like really select cinemas might have so it for like, a day like, like Prince Charles in London and like in yeah it's like I don't see 
if that i personally see more it not going to the cinema at all do you know what i think would be <laughs> great and i think it'd be very much like community to do it just released it on dvd oh stop that'd be so funny that would be really fucking funny <laughs> like a blu-ray <laughs> yeah but anyway other plot wise anything i don't have any predictions because i'm just very open for how it's yeah. going to happen. I feel like we're probably starting to wind down a bit on this episode. So one mm. last thing I wanted to say about the show is something I was only thinking about the other day and it's probably a stupid thought. But something that I think is kind of it's like a gag that's overlooked slightly mm. um is <laughs> I think it's during the Meow Meow Beans episode, right? Do you remember when if you saw that one, I don't know. Brissa has So the Meow Meow Beans one is when like an app called Meow Meow Beans takes over the school and basically it becomes like a society where everybody is judged on how many Meow Meow Beans they have the ranking. Right, okay. So there is a whole bit where Brissa becomes like this revolutionary leader, but the people will only listen to her when she has mustard on her face, which you you think about it, you're like, that's how do you even come up with that? That's so fucking stupid. But you know what it made me realise is that like literally today you have TikTokers who will get big for like one video, right? Mm. And this is no shade at this TikToker. It's just one I can think of right now. For example, there was this girl who had a video that blowed, uh, blew up when she like slicked her hair back and talked about how other girls look really sexy when they do it, but she looks like Draco yeah, Malfoy, right? Like she's, she's made like a career out of she, it. But this is my point. But the thing is, is that, and I'm sure she loves doing it, so that's not yeah. what I'm saying, but now what does she have to do? She has to keep creating videos to do with that character. And I just find it funny. Similar thing with like Britta and the mustard. People only listen to her when she had the mustard on. So it's, I can just, it's, I don't know. I just think it could head down like the social media route. Possibly. I'm telling you now, I reckon it's going to be like the Scooby-Doo movie where they're mm. all really distant in life and they all come together and they've all gone down these different paths and I reckon one of them will be an influencer. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Britta because... I was just going to say, it's going to be Britta. She, yeah, and she'll also have like a huge ego about it. Or and maybe Troy. It'll be one of those two. I don't know. I feel like Troy's going to go the opposite way. You reckon he's going to see Cap? I think, I think there's going to be like some comment to make you think he's not even going to be in it. And then he'll just pop up or something. Oh, yeah, right at the end, he'll rock up on a boat. (laughs) Yeah, well, this, right. So there was even, I didn't even notice this, but apparently there was like an episode, um, obviously after he'd left, where I can't remember why, but they were watching something on TV. And then like the little news thing underneath whatever they were watching talked about how the, I can't remember his name, so people don't kill me, but the guy that he was with Mm -hmm. um, was captured by pirates along with non-famous companion or whatever. So obvious. So the last we heard of them, by the sounds of it, they've been captured by pirates. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it. (laughs) That's how his storyline carried on. What I want to see is yeah that kind of thing where like they kind of hint at things that happened in the show where you can still enjoy the film, but you'll in you know you'll you'll enjoy it more if you understand the references to previous episodes. I think I really want it to be like a reunion. I really do because it would be so unrealistic to play it like they've all stayed super close. Mm-hmm. And it could be really funny if. Did you ever watch the whole of Parks and Rec? I haven't. I think I've okay, seen it. Okay, so a basically, the final season, this isn't spoiling anything. It's like mm-hmm. the theme of the season is that two major characters have fallen out and it takes the whole season almost to figure out what happened between them. 
and it's brilliant and i would love to see something like that in this film and i like, mean kind uh, of yeah getting back together as friends and like i want to see like arbed as like an academy award-winning director or something and he's like you know got like his sunnies on and he's gone like yeah. full hollywood and like decked mm-hmm. out and stuff and it would be really fun if like, so, like jeff was the one that hasn't done well in life and he's like broke or something and he got everyone back together like, i just want to see something like that that's what i, I actually i completely agree with all of them like not having kept contact and everything apart from and i don't know why but two characters i actually want to keep in contact with each other is abed and jeff <laughs> oh that would actually be quite cute i kind of want them to have stayed close mm. like i don't know like whether jeff is down and out or he's because well the thing is he got his big shot lawyer job back and then he mm-hmm. dropped it to become a teacher at greendale mm. so it kind of wouldn't surprise me if he's still a teacher at greendale and yeah. like maybe abe comes yeah, back and visits him i don't know i want to i'm curious to see what they're gonna do with troy and arbed because is donald glover returning i'm pretty sure he is I think they've pretty much said that yeah. everyone's shown interest in returning. Okay, so like, do I want them to have fallen out or do I want them to have stayed? Friends? I, I have a feeling they'll do like a thing where it might be awkward for like a second for them and then they'll just go straight back into it because that's just kind yeah. of how they were. Yeah, like maybe it'll be know? like when like they are in the same like, room and everyone gasps and it turns out they fell out over like a Blu-ray. Yes, and it, and it, and it like wasn't even something either of them did it was like they thought like abed thought troy did it and troy thought abed mm. did it or something like that and they just because the like yeah, yeah like their relationship is so cute mm. it's just so cute it still haunts me to this day like the last episode they're in together when they're playing the floor is lava and troy just um says to britta is like the lava is real for him and it, it just so it's cute. such a stupid line but i'm even tearing up now because it's so fucking cute well, I'm glad to hear we have similar ideas of what we think the film is going to be. Mm-hmm. Or at least Considering like. I thought I didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> I, but this is the thing. Even if you don't think you like come up with the narrative, you're going to have expectations of like the characters and where they're at. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone so, else does. If I'm not disappointed in the film, I personally blame you because I did actually have my hopes up, but now I do. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to hear like everyone else's guesses. So honestly, all our listeners, let us know wherever you're listening, you know, in comments or on social media, YouTube comments, what you think the film is going to be about, or if you think it's going to be any good or not, completely mm-hmm. let it go on your keyboard, honestly, mm-hmm. because everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think we all have completely different expectations and mm-hmm. it's going to be really fun to look back on these comments when the film's released. You know? Yeah. Also, just use all of our socials, uh, which we'll leave link below uh on youtube so again wherever you're listening to go to youtube you'll find them just use us as a place to rant and rave about community because like we i don't know how we've never kind of brought it up before i think really, so we brought it up yeah. really briefly on our glee episode but like we love it we really do it is like we like you wouldn't know but it is so yeah. central to me and Scott's like personalities our personality our friendship yeah everything yeah. like hugely so yeah go just say what you want we'll reply probably have like a bit of a freak out with you as well because it's just such a great show yes very exciting 
so yeah if you enjoyed this please uh give it a like wherever you are um and on youtube please subscribe if you've really enjoyed this um check out some of our other episodes maybe the glee one like sky has mentioned a few times um this was really fun because i don't know sometimes (laughs) we talk about kind of dark things which we did get in a bit too in this episode but like you know like we did our whole um halloween series recently go check that out if you haven't it's mm-hmm. fun to talk about a comedy maybe we should talk about comedy sometimes <laughs> it is yeah maybe <laughs> maybe yeah we'll see how it goes we'll get right <laughs> but anyway yeah um give a like and subscribe like i said um follow us on all socials like sky said and uh we'll see you soon yeah bye, bye.